Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to really help you take your business to the next level. What I try to do is pick different topics, topics that, you know, I feel are either relevant to the industry, but also more thought provoking. You know, we spend a lot of time doing our business, but we don't necessarily spend time questioning and thinking about our business. Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that really is probably a little bit controversial for some, but I'm hoping at a minimum you can think about this topic a little bit more deeply. And the topic is on the subject of change orders, on the subject of addendums, changes to the scope of the work as you're moving through the process. And the title I want to really focus on is Change Orders Are Good. Now, there are many misconceptions, I think, in the remodeling industry, not the least of which is your biggest competitor when you're competing in remodeling is not necessarily other remodelers or other builders, but it's really the client itself. It's their fears. It's their ignorance. It's their busyness in terms of their time. It's their priorities. And as a result, when you really realize that that's your competitor, you need to be really more skilled at being more of a marriage counselor, a financial planner, as well as certainly a navigator and tour guide to take them through the process. I share that because for those that are out there thinking about their competitors and trying to win against other remodelers as opposed to looking at themselves in the mirror and say, what do I need to do to not only improve myself, but more importantly, how do I break down some of the misconceptions that homeowners have about remodeling? How do I change some of the levels of ignorance that they have and really elevate and educate the homeowner? to a different level to make better decisions. So with that being said, I want to talk about a topic that, you know, I think as I talk to different top remodelers all around the country, it's a topic that for the most part, we've seen kind of tide shifts over the period of time. You know, in the past, it was fairly normal to see uh, change orders or addendums in, in the in the course of the work to be kind of a normal way of doing business. However, for those companies that are very process driven, that really have tightened up the nut, so to speak, uh, they really want to have everything pinned down the best they can. And the reality is that's not always the best thing for either the client or the best thing for the times that we're in. So this notion of change orders are good, I think is something that you need to start to think about that paradigm a little bit. And you need to say to yourself, well, maybe they're not so bad. So why do I say this? And I'm going to give you 10 reasons I think you should be at least thinking about change orders or thinking about addendums. Number one is that you need to start to even change the language. Stop calling it a change order. Start calling it an addendum. You know, many homeowners out there think change order is a verb, not a noun. They actually think that you're going to change order them, and there's a tremendous amount of fear and anxiety that they have in terms of proceeding with you, in large part because of a simple word that over time has been a little bit scary for them. So simply by changing your vocabulary or wiping out of your vocabulary in your organization, 
organization, the word change order and replacing it with addendum, you start to, I think, have not only a less uh, of a challenge in terms of the fears, but you also really start to look at it through different lenses and you start to see the positive elements of an addendum. And an addendum simply is a change in something that's happening. It doesn't necessarily have to cost more money. It doesn't necessarily have to cost less money. It doesn't necessarily have to be about money. It can be about almost anything, but it's going to create, I think, a level of discipline for your organization to integrate in a tool like this. You know, the analogy and metaphor I shared with a friend and remodeler recently is that oftentimes if you think about you're going to a nice restaurant and when you go to the restaurant you don't necessarily sit down and immediately order your appetizer your main course and your dessert you don't know how you're going to feel after you eat your main meal and whether you want dessert or not you want to listen to what they have to say about the particular specials on the menu so it's fairly normal to go in have an appetizer appetizer, savor that, think about what your main course is, eat your main course, see how full you are, and then determine whether you want dessert or not. Now, I share that simple little analogy and metaphor because I think remodeling is about the experience just as much is about the project. And while you might like to have everything pinned down with an all-you-can-eat kind of menu and a price-fixed menu, that's not necessarily what the client wants to experience along the way. So as you think about your projects that you're doing, there's certain things that obviously you have to have pinned down towards the beginning to get it out of the gate. But quite frankly, the exact location of the recess lights or even how many recess lights is not necessarily critical to have pinned down before you've ordered the fundamental cabinetry. So the following are a is a list of 10, I think, reasons that you could actually make an argument of why addendums in the process are actually good. The first is it can reduce stress. You know, one of the elements I think that is really driving, I think, sort of the client experience is the level of stress. And one of the issues with stress is, am I making a mistake? Well, if you have an ability for them to make decisions on certain things a little bit further along the process, and you actually explain that, that we want to get the core project, then we want to pin this down, then we want to pin this down, you'll literally see, I think, the client actually starting to smile in the process and not be overwhelmed and stress. Uh, the second is that, you know, this notion of how the client is kind of being held hostage in a way to all their decisions and their ability to change by you communicating to the client up front that, look, we understand that things are going to change. We understand we don't have necessarily x-ray vision and we can determine everything that's going on. You're going to make adjustments. We're going to make adjustments on the way. And we just have a formal way to be able to do that called an addendum. At our weekly meetings, we'll be able to literally at the end of the meeting use the addendum as a way to formally communicate. 
Number three on my list is uh, you can move along faster. A lot of times things are stalled, almost like a backup in a pipe, because you have too many decisions at the wrong time to make. You know, there's companies out there in the United States right now doing pretty sophisticated design build work. They're actually signing construction contracts after only a few weeks of initially meeting with the client. And the reason they can do it faster is they haven't necessarily pinned down every single little decision that has to be made ultimately on a project. So by uh, instituting or weaving in more of an addendum process, you can move along faster. Next on my list is it's a formal way to communicate. You know, nine times out of 10 in home remodeling, home improvement, misconceptions are not necessarily the issue. It's more miscommunication. And if you have a vehicle to be able to communicate properly and an addendum form is, then it's a much, much better way to not have things fall through the cracks and have miscommunication. And again, one of the keys to addendums is it's all about formally communicating. It's not just about changes in the scope, things that are more or less expensive. It might be an item, for example, you just want to clarify that, that where they want materials stored in their garage or where they want the portable toilet to go or how you're going to protect the driveway. These are all the things that you just want to formally communicate to all involved and it, it makes the whole experience much better. Number five on my list is it allows you to really reduce mistakes. You know, a lot of times, again, there's miscommunication, but there are also, I think, things that can be mistakes that are involved. And by formally communicating through addendum forms, you're just eliminating the likelihood of reducing mistakes. Number six, and this is what I think a lot of homeowners think change orders or addendums are all about, is adding additional work. You think about the psychology of the buying. It's fairly common for clients when they're initially talking to be very concerned about the budgeting. Then you get into the project, they're all jazzed up and excited about it. That budget tends to sometimes creep and they get to the point where, okay, that's about all I can handle. Once you get into the construction itself or into the process that brought beyond the finish line, they start to feel more comfortable, comfortable in terms of the level of investment. And as a result of that, it's not unusual for them to add additional things. Those additional things become part of your business model. I know there's a company up in the Northeast that actually designs part of their business model based on the level of revenue that's generated with addendums. In their case, it's 30 to 40%. Now, many of you out there cringe when you hear that. However, they're one of the more profitable organizations I know, and it's in large part because they've created a model with a very positive client experience that doesn't look at change orders as a negative, but they look at it as a normal part of the psychology and a normal part of the process. Uh, number seven on my list is that it allows you to manage any kind of creep in costs. If you have escalation clauses in your contract, then you can also manage this by letting them know what's going on when in terms of closing down allowances. And you can do that on a real time basis when it comes to the addendums. 
Now, the next one on my list is it really creates, I think, for your team, a level of discipline and a level of rigor that exists if that doesn't exist. If you don't weave something like this in. So what you do is after the contract sign at the pre-construction walkthrough, you're pulling out an addendum form. That's just clarifying. At the site meetings, you're pulling out an addendum form. You get the client, you get your team, your project managers kind of conditioned to always use this. Every meeting needs to have some level of clarifications, and oftentimes they can be more formally done in the form of an addendum. And then number five is it allows you to address things, I think, more quickly by not just kind of adding it to your to-do list, by having it addressed on a formal addendum. It allows you to address things much more quickly, and the speed to address things is a real benefit. And then the last thing, but certainly not least, and that is, believe it or not, addendums can actually make it more fun. It can make the process more fun. It's more fun for certainly your team. It's more fun for the client and certainly more fun for you. And it's a way to summarize the different things that are going on. So, you know, in closing on this list of things, you need to really think about, you know, this not notion that the times we're in, but also addendums and change orders are not necessarily a negative thing. They're also could be perceived as a positive thing and really improve the client experience. So a couple of keys to success, if in fact you want to adopt, I think, some of this thinking. First of all, if you have a culture that change orders are bad, then it's going to take Take a little bit of time to adjust. You know, production oftentimes thinks that sales is kicking the can down the road and they they don't want to do this. So you need an overall holistic team approach to be able to buy into this thinking. I'm a big subscriber to the three E's. Make it easy easy for everybody to understand. So you don't want to have a big complicated process here. You want to do it early in the process. And what I mean by that is you want to educate the client at the very beginning of the process that, you know, we do make amendments as we go along. We're not going to have you wear a straitjacket on decisions that you made six, nine months ago that really have changes in terms of your thinking or what you've been exposed to. So you want to start that conversation early on and you want to do it pretty often. You want to remind the client, remind the client as a... And then the last E is you want to do it every time. If you want to become masterful at using addendums, then you need to have the practice to be able to do it every single time. So again, there's a lot of misconceptions, I think, when it comes to kind of homeowner's perception on things. But I also say there's misconceptions for remodelers and owners as well. And I think one of the biggest ones is, in fact, you know, you need to be a little bit more fluid in the process. It doesn't mean loose. It doesn't mean necessarily reckless. What you need to be is really looser in the process to really allow that experience to be the best it can be. So I know this happens to be a topic that probably will hit a positive chord for a few, but probably hit a nerve for many others. And I encourage you just to spend some time thinking about it and workshopping it and go back and listen to all the positive reasons. And I think if you do that, you're going to end up having, I think, a better way to uh, the client experience, but also a better way for your business. Take care, everyone. 
Thank you for listening to the Remodeling Mastery Podcast by Mark G. Richardson, supported by Professional Remodeler Magazine, Engage, Leap, Marlamar, and Destination Motivation. Check out our earlier podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.